Hey, what's up, everybody? Steven here, the Horror Freak 85. Welcome to episode 54 of the House of Horrors, where tonight's guest is Jenny Russo. How are you tonight? I am well, thank you. Um, how are you? Good. Uh, good to have you back. Um, I don't know if I told you or not, but the uh, Polonia Pal show has the most views out of all my shows. <laughs> That's so, awesome. That's so yeah, congrats great. on that. So of course I had to get you back for a one-on-one -on -one too. So well, now I'm in competition with another show that I was on. So <laughs> I'm on competition with myself. I got to beat yeah. myself. Exactly. So, but there was a lot of other people on that one, which you know I'm sure really helped that out. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that was interesting. That was the most I've ever had on one show. So I was like, yeah, why not? Let's. Uh, Get we'll a group work. Work. Yeah. So, well, so it, it's obviously got the most views out of all my shows, so that's pretty amazing. Yep, somebody's watching it, which is awesome. So, yep, all right. See, uh, whenever anyone comes in, if they have any questions, you know, I'll go ahead and relay them to you, same as before. Excellent. So, so while we're waiting, uh, anything uh, interesting happened this week? Um, are you working on anything or watch any good movies or shows or what's been going on with you? So I have a few scripts that have come in. It's I, it's always like feast or famine. And of course, during COVID, it was mostly famine. Um, mm -hmm. but now things are coming in, which is great. So um, I just feel like I've been reading a lot, which I'm not complaining about. Um, but definitely having my face in a script is whenever I can. Uh, so yeah, so things are starting to pick up. I'm looking forward to seeing how things roll out this spring. Um, hopefully have some stuff coming up in the fall. And then I also have been kind of connecting with some of the people in our local theater company, because uh, I did a ton of theater too, especially pre-COVID. And those productions are starting to ramp up again. So um, hoping to be busy in a good way coming mm -hmm. up and, you know, not seeing too many things canceled or pushed off again, you know, really hoping that things can just kind of, you know, keep pushing through. So that's the kind of busy I like, you know. Like <laughs> so um, before COVID then, uh, you mentioned theaters. So you've done theater um, prior to COVID besides yep. uh, the movies? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I have my my start in theater. Um, and I went to, I got my degree at NYU's Tisch School of the Arts. Um, and for three years, I studied at the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute, um, learning, uh, learning uh, Strasberg's method. And, the, you know, I just, that was something I loved. And um, then I got my, my fourth year at NYU, I started kind of going to this other film studio and getting training there. And you know, they basically prepared you for auditions, commercials. Um, they even had a soap opera class, which I assume they probably are not teaching anymore. <laughs> that's kind of a dead thing, which is fine with me. Um, so, yeah, so I've got, you know, theater was kind of my primary thing. But then when I started studying at the Stone Street Film and Television Studio in New York, I was like, oh, OK, well, I, I really enjoy the on camera stuff as well. So. So the past, not to date myself, but I'm dating myself, the past 20 plus years, you know, I've really kind of divided between the two. Um, there is a theater company that I work with and have been working with next year will be 20 years, if I'm remembering my dates correctly. Um, 
and we do uh, basically we're murder mysteries. So mm-hmm. they're comedies and, you know, we travel all over to do them. And then we've got kind of a home base here. And uh, so it's a lot of fun. And that was one of those things that I missed a lot during COVID. Um, we, my, the last time I had done a show with them was March 14th of 2020. And then I didn't do another show with them until I say October, this past October, 2021. Um, so it was nice to start doing that again, but then with COVID numbers increasing again, we just started having a bunch of cancellations. So fingers crossed that's revving up again. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, we, we were able to keep kind of pushing through and don't have to deal with the, you know, COVID cancellations. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just been crazy the last couple of years. It's ruined everything. I mean, it's, yeah, um, it really has. And it's just, um, I'd love to say that I was one of those people while I was kind of stuck hunkering down, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I just read a bunch of scripts and, oh, I wrote my own novel. <laughs> but I can't say I did any of that stuff. Oh, I did read scripts, but you know, it's just, <laughs> Some people were able to, you know, fall into it and, you know, help it lead their creativity. Um, I had moments of that and then other moments of just, this sucks, you know, so. Uh, Got like Stewie DeBrian working on that novel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How's that novel coming along? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So, you know, just glad at this point to see, you know, both film and theater picking up again, you know, uh, being busy with auditions. Um, And, you know, I've always been, I've always preferred doing in-person auditions the most I, the most I could, but even before COVID, you know, people are filming all over the country. So you, a lot of the times, you know, you are sending in a self tape and, then obviously it really had to happen during COVID. So I feel like I've, I've gotten used to that now. Um, you know, I still like to do in person when I can, but you know, either way, as long as I can get it out there and, you know, get cast. <laughs> the bottom line. Right. Um, since you say you started theater, um, did you do it prior to graduation college? Uh, what was it like growing up? Who was your inspiration and what got you into acting? So I, I, been doing theater I mean you know as a kid it was obviously on like the you know within the school district or whatever and then I want to say it was my senior year of high school was the first time that I actually was like paid to do theater and I just remember thinking like this is amazing like you can make money doing this (laughs) and you know love it and have fun uh so that that was kind of like you know I mean, I already knew what I wanted to do. And I did this program because I'm in Syracuse. I did this program through Syracuse University when I was in high school. Um, I think it was like between my junior and senior year of high school. So, you know, you're going into the year where you're starting to think about college. You're starting to think about, you know, what you want to study, where you want to go, you know, all of that. And um, the program that I did that summer, I think, really boosted my confidence quite a bit because I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. And um, yeah, I was a straight A student. So, you know, of course the straight A student, like it's like, I'm going to go to acting school. I'm not going to use anything else that could probably help, you know, get me through my adult life. No, I'm going to do that. Um, But as far as like, you know, inspiration, 
there was just, there was so, I mean, everything's so different now. And I feel so dated that like, you know, most of the people I would say like influenced me, people would be like, wait, who's that? But then there are some timeless people like Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also having her live in New York city when I was in New York city, um, just made her, it just, it seemed more relatable. Um, her husband at the time, uh, Tim, I just want Drew Blake, but Shawshank Redemption guy, okay. he was actually uh, kind of like doing a program with NYU main stage at the time. Um, so there was just kind of like this, this feeling of, um, you know, these people are here, like literally down the street from where I am. They're, they're living here. They're, you know, they're breathing their um, talent here. So there was, you know, it's kind of things like that, I think, for a while. And I just, you know, when I got to New York, other kids were, you know, going to clubs and partying. And I was basically like, which show can I get really cheap tickets to this weekend? So, you know, I was doing a lot of going to a lot of like Broadway and off Broadway. And, um, and this may sound kind of ridiculous because they did try to make it into a movie and it wasn't very good. But one of the things that I liked the most as far as, you know, theater that I saw in New York it was off off Broadway. It was right uh, at a theater right there by um, by NYU, and it was a play that Lawrence Fishburne wrote uh, called Riff Raff, and so he starred in it, and so did Titus Welliver and um, Heavy D. <laughs> and they had one of the things they did too, since they're in the neighborhood, is they came and did this lecture at you know NYU that I went to. But I remember seeing that show and a lot of times I would go by myself and I just remember seeing that show and I just, I loved it so much. And, you know, nobody really knew who Titus Welliver was at the time he was doing local theater, but he hadn't, he wasn't with the show he's in now, Bosch or whatever. In other words, he, you know, people didn't know him by anything other than that, but it just got me, his performance was so good that it just, it made me want to follow like you know oh is what is he to okay so he's doing this theater but oh look he also got cast in this and you know now he's got this great career but it was little moments like that um and I think also having them come in and and talk to us too but the the movie version was really bad it sure as as can be Mm -hmm. expected but many many years later I was um working at Gap up by uh Columbus Circle in New York City and Lawrence Fisherman came in and I'm like helping him, you know, pick out jeans for his daughter or something. And, you know, I never wanted to like bother celebrities, but I just, I was just like, I just loved your play Riff Raff. <laughs> and he's like, you know, obviously he's known for so much more. His face, I just felt good his face kind of perked up like, oh, you saw that. And I was like, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so, you know, there was little inspirations here and there. I don't think there was ever like one person that I was just like, oh, I need to be just like her or him or whatever. Um, but there was definitely little, you know, inspirations that I would kind of grab hold of, you know, as, as I went through it and got older and decided what it was I wanted to do. Um, did you do any musical theater or just, no. <laughs> just regular? Just, you do not want to hear me sing. Okay. Um, and it's definitely one of those things since I am so active in theater, people automatically assume they're like, oh, did you, you know, do you audition for this? And I was like, no. People would have had to like put earplugs in and been like, why is this woman standing here in front of us doing that? <laughs> so no, theater, uh, 
musical theater has not been an interest of mine, thank goodness, because the talent is not there. Um, but I go, like to see a good show. Um, I'm not one of those people who really wants to watch musical theater on TV, though. So a lot of people are like, you know, oh, you're into theater and you're into hip hop. You're like, you'll love Hamilton. And I'm like, I sure I, I'm sure I will, but I'm going to wait to see it. And they're like, no, no, the, you know, the, the version on TV is great. It's almost as, and I was like, I'm sure it is, but I'm going to wait until I actually can see it in person. I just don't want to watch theater on TV. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always better in person. It's so much different to actually be there and experience the show, the show itself. So yeah, and you know, we we feed off of each other, which is part of the reason why I enjoy theater so much. Um, you know, we, you know, as, when we're performing, when we're the people performing, we're literally the the audience is breathing life into us, and it's kind of the same thing as far as you know, us to to the audience. It's like this reciprocal um, thing, and I. I you, I feel like theater should, if it's going to still be theater, I don't mean like things that have been modified to be a film and they shot as a film, but an actual like stage production, but like just recorded, even if it's amazing. I'm like, I want, I want to experience that in person. So, and you know, a lot of people ask me as far as acting, what do I prefer? Do I prefer theater or film? And they're both so different in so many ways that it's really hard to say. I mean, they're, I get different things out of them. And so, you know, if it's somebody coming up to me or me finding an audition for a theater project that I was like, wow, this is a great show. I'd love to audition for this role. You know, I'm going to go for it. Um, and the same thing when, when film stuff comes up, it's, you know, I want to look and see, do I like this? You know, do I like these people that I'll be working with? Cause you know, we all know when you're on a film set, you're you're getting nice and tight with these people for, you know, could be 12, 15 hours at a time in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to feel comfortable, too, with with who you're going to you're going to be spending that time with. Um, unless you're supposed to hate the person and then you don't really like them, then that's great. Cool. Let's work together. <laughs> people will really be able to believe this. The <laughs> <laughs> what uh, got you to meet like uh th- Polonia's and the Wild Eye crew. So that was actually, um, so you saw She Kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that was done by Ron Bonk, and whose birthday is tomorrow, I think, actually. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but I think Mark had really, I'm not positive how this went down, but I think Mark had re- reached out to Ron. Um, and he, I think he was looking for somebody who would do like a certain, who would fit for like a certain part in a uh, certain scene. And so then I know Mark reached out to me and he said, Hey, I got your information from Ron. So I don't really know how it went down. I don't know if like Mark came to him just basically like, I need someone. And then Ron was like, Hey, call Jenny. She'd be great. Or if Mark had already seen my work and went to Ron saying, you know, uh, how do I contact Jenny? I'd love to think it was the latter, but I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. The chicken or the egg, yeah. So, but that's how it, that kind of went. So I did that first, you know, it wasn't a very big scene. Um, I think I mentioned it on the last podcast, but it was it was a scene on a boat and it was in, uh, we live in the Finger Lakes area of New York State. And it was, um, 
took place or <coughs> on one of the Finger Lakes, uh, Cuca Lake, which is also where we stayed to fa- uh, to film Fang. So I was like, whoa, what's what's going on with like me doing things on Cuca Lake, which is a lake I don't know if I'd ever been to before. Um, but yeah, but it was fun. It was outside. It was, you know, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a very uh, long day or anything, but it was, it was nice. And I think we all kind of clicked and then, you know, I'd hear from them here and there like, Hey, are you available? You know, these dates, I've got a part for you. Um, we've just kind of gone from there and, you know, looking forward to that next experience too, because they're always great to work with. And I'm hoping I have a chance coming up uh, next month that assuming nothing falls through, I'll be able to see some of those same people again, work with them. Nice. You brought up uh, Ron. How did you end up meeting with Ron? So I, so I think if I remember correctly, so when I moved back to um, Syracuse after living in New York city, um, there was somebody, it was one of those things where like, there was somebody I knew um, who had been, uh, um, they were doing their graduate thesis film through Syracuse University Newhouse. And when I was home, like this was, sorry, I'm backtracking. When I was home between like my freshman and sophomore year at NYU, um, I met these people that were doing these different films at SU. And so I actually got cast in two of them. And it was basically because I was working as a receptionist at the main library at Syracuse University. And this, you know, uh, film student basically came in and they wanted to film a scene in the library. So, you know, there's certain things that need to be signed off on. And we got talking and I was like, yeah, actually, I'm an actress. I'm, you know, I go to NYU. I'm just here for the summer. And so they're like, oh, well, it's a tiny part, but do you think you'd be available to do this? And I was like, yeah, sure. And that was like this tiny thing. And, um, you know, I don't know what became of it, but that tiny thing then kind of got caught the attention of two other people who were working on their graduate thesis films. And so then I got cast in those, um, one of which, and I wish I had been able to come home for this, but I think it, I think it was just such a, I thought it was such a long shot. But um, I guess universities have their own version of kind of like the Oscars. Um, it's the NATAS, N-A-T-A-S awards. And they even like use a little Oscar. And it's, it's something for universities that somehow, I don't know. I don't know the connection. And this was like 20 years ago. But um, so I did these two films. And one of them I ended up getting nominated for Best Actress. And so, you know, I'm, I'm back in New York, you know, during school and the director for that one, you know, calls me and he's just like, you did it, you won. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, I wish I had gone home for that. So, so now I had those connections and then, you know, went back to New York, was in New York, you know, another eight years or whatever, came back again. And the person whose film I had been in where I won the award had then passed my name on to someone else who was still local doing films. And then while working on one of his films, I would hear the name Ron Bonk a lot. And then so when I saw he was having auditions for something, uh, I went and auditioned and, you know, first it was for a mom, which now I get all the time. But at the time, they were like, oh, you know, we, we think you just might look a little too young. Um, but he said he really liked my audition and I ended up getting the part. And then that was 
So that was um, the first, that was Clay, the first movie I did with him. Um, and there was a, and then I don't know the order. Oh, the Miss Hannibal, uh, Miss Cannibal Holocaust, I think was the second one I did with him. Mm -hmm. um, she Kills came in there, but then there was things where like, if he didn't have a part for me, a lot of times he would just like, give me like this cameo. So, and you know, sometimes like it would ref it kind of refer back to one of the other films. So I did a, a cameo for a house shark and you know, one of the lines that I say, and if you hadn't seen, she kills people would be like, why is this meth mouthed woman saying this? It's ridiculous. Cause yeah, that was what my teeth looked like. And, um, I was supposed to be like one of those people just completely stuck in like the eighties. So just like bad teeth that has nothing to do with being in the eighties, but you know what I mean? But <laughs> like, you know, denim on denim and, but uh, you know, it referred back. And also in that movie, there was scenes where he would often like slide things in almost like making fun of other people, you know, but we were all, so it was fine. And I think, I don't know if it was that movie or another movie where there was like, it was like the Jenny sickness or something, you know? And so it's just like, Hey, that's me. But uh, you know, we did things like that in she kills for other people that were, you know, on the set or doing uh, the makeup or the props, you know, kind of put like a, you know, a, a inside joke, work it in there. So, yeah. And then I think, I mean, then there was just like little things here and there. When I was pregnant with my second daughter, um, he wanted me to, to, you know, again, it was just like a cameo, a couple lines. And I was like, yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm very pregnant, but sure, let's do this. And so I had a cameo in that one. And, and my daughter was born like days later. So I was like, that was close. That that was close. <laughs> you can't get much, much closer than that. Yeah, maybe <laughs> on set. <laughs> that could have made it very interesting, you know? And yep. it was kind of a zombie, you know, themed thing. And I was just like, you know, you, you missed your chance there. You know, if I had just gone into labor a couple of days early, that would have been a full, full zombie scenes probably would be more disgusting than any horror movie that any <laughs> like and this is life like this <laughs> this is real horror <laughs> so. uh al lucard in the chat he said he loved she kills cracked him up oh awesome yeah. thank you yeah. Yeah, so uh, is, go ahead sorry one of those go ahead what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say it's one of those films where and I know you're an institution and read your own reviews and stuff, but you know, you'll, you'll read something and you get, you're like, that person just didn't get it. And especially when it's someone who writes a review and they're like, yeah, I turned it off after the first 10 minutes. And I'm like, well, now you're never going to understand it. Like, you know, they don't understand that it's supposed to be that like, yeah. you know, 70s style of like bad acting over acting and you know see that a lot in the first 10 minutes so i'm like if you turned it off after 10 minutes you miss all the good stuff you miss the revenge you miss the fact that i get to like kick ass you know like you yeah. know but so it's nice to hear that somebody enjoyed it and that they got how funny it is because <laughs> you know filming it it reminded me um of airplane and then also <laughs> I'm going to get you sucker. I mean, that like throughout filming, I was like, oh my God, it's like, I'm going to get you sucker. This is awesome. I love that movie. And uh, 
so it's always nice when somebody picks up on that and they they get you know the you know the sometimes bad jokes you know <laughs> um and not trying to think it's supposed to be serious so yeah, if they watch that and think it's supposed to be serious, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the thing. But yeah, like, I understand oh. where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, they're like, yeah, you know, it was like this overacting. And I'm like, oh my God, you didn't get it. Like, <laughs> kind of the point. Yeah. You know? So I love the extended dance scene. I didn't even film, like, took my phone and, like, filmed a little bit of it. Yeah. And I was like, sharing this. I was like, this movie is, uh, what I say? Um, cause I saw it for the first time and watched it prepare for the interview. I've never seen it before. Oh. And, um, uh, I forget, I think it was absurdly ridiculous and it's a fantastic. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I watching? But it's hilarious. Though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, my daughter recently for Christmas. So I don't know if you remember the scene with like the cat and like turns the cat into like nunchucks. <laughs> my hamster, my dog. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So the cat was one of those like automatic ones, like, you know, it would actually like, you know, whatever. And I don't think it was like working or I don't remember if he had it working there or whatever, but you know, I remember just being like, this thing is so creepy. Like this is a, a kid's toy. Like it's awesome. <laughs> kind of creepy. Wouldn't, you know, Come Christmas time, my daughter brings that home, got it from one of her grandmothers, and I'm like, oh my God, it's the cat from She Kills. And they're just looking at me like, what? And I was like, press the button, press the button. And it's like doing all this creepy stuff. And she's just like, what do you mean? I love this cat. And I'm, like, and I'm just laughing because I'm thinking, it turns into nunchucks. Like, <laughs> it's like, just show her that little clip, just where he, she pulls it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like my seven year old just like, Oh, mommy, what are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, so but oh, yeah, well, seven might traumatize her then. Don't want oh, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she look at her pet there, her <laughs> toy very differently. <laughs> yeah. Well, my poor little kitty. <laughs> yes, but that was so fun to film. I mean, some film, some scenes were uh, more fun than others. I think the. Not, I think I know that the scene where I have the um, like the crow makeup on mm -hmm. that was probably one of the best releases I have ever had while acting. You know, I have a, like a previous thing that I'd done in theater before that I remember just thinking, like, what a cathartic experience! Like, it just you know, that scene still, you know, to this day, I'm like, that that was probably the one that was just so powerful and felt so fucking good mm -hmm. so you know that's that's one of my i kind of hold on to that one in a special place <laughs> speaking of the crow makeup how long did that take to get all put on it wasn't that bad um this guy colby he did all of the uh special effects and and all of that and so he airbrushed it and i don't know i mean it was so long ago at this point i can't remember I couldn't tell you like how many minutes but it might have also been because he's he's just a really cool laid-back guy so you know I think it was you didn't even notice it much anyways when time went by because it was like we're just chilling and right um but it wasn't I don't remember it standing out as wow this takes a really long time to get this applied um he was just he's good at good at it knew what to do and was able to and it was a, I think it was the first time I'd ever had my 
makeup airbrushed, um, you know, now they do it at, you know, birthday parties or the fair or whatever for the kids when they do face painting. But for me, that was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, you're just gonna, you know, do that and it's gonna work. Um, but yeah, so I don't remember how long, but it wasn't, it wasn't super long. That's good. Uh, Alan <laughs> chat says that you were badass in the movie. Ah, thank you. Yeah, the whole thing, like I said, it just, it felt great. And I feel sorry for the people that stopped watching it after 10 minutes. It's like, uh, go back and watch it. It's, it's the craziness. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And I know some people will still be like, okay, that was just a little too slapsticky for me. Or, you know, everyone's going to have their opinion. Um, and I tried to, you know, remind myself, same thing with theater, but it's very hard not to read reviews. And, so you catch these little ones and you're just like, oh, they just didn't get it. Like, oh, and then I'm like, who cares? You know, <laughs> really, who cares? But it's hard. It's hard to like follow your own rules of don't pay attention to reviews. <laughs> and But when they, you know, especially like here in the local theater community, we're not a huge community. So when there is a write-up or a viewer at a show, you're always just like, what'd they say? What'd they say? You know? <laughs> um, so. Um. When you got into the badass fight scenes, um, did you do any martial arts training ever or just the stunt coordinator who helped out? Or no, definitely just kind of as we went on set. Um, and it was it was neat because I hadn't done that stuff before, but I, I also was like, wow, this feels really good. I like doing this in, in films. Like, um, But it was interesting. You kind of see as the film progresses and for different reasons. Like, so at the... I, I lost weight like during the film. <laughs> and so my oldest daughter, who is now 11, was, I don't even think she was, she may have been two. Yeah, I think she was like two. Um, and then like, and it was coming out of like a winter and stuff. And then we had like all these, you know, days shooting and with between like doing, practicing the fights and then for one scene, we were in a room and they had to take tur keep turning the air conditioner off because the mics were picking it up. And it was a brutally hot day. Um, and I, I mean, I was sweating so profusely. I mean, like my hair was literally wet and it was like, mm. that's not water. It's like, that's sweat. So it was kind of neat to see as the film went on or as the filming went on. I was like, I, I think I lost like 10 pounds between day one and day, you know, 20 or whatever. Um, but yeah, I hadn't done any of the, I mean, I, I've done like a few, you know, things on stage and at NYU we did this whole uh, stage combat class and, you know, they really, you know, want you to have a well-rounded education. Stage so that, fighting and all that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, so I, I had that, but nothing that like this and it, and Ron has some martial arts training. So a lot of it was him, you know, kind of, you know, putting pieces together. And then also there was just so many nods to other films. So, you know, it was like, okay, we're going to do this because this is like the scene where blah, 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 and such and such movie, you know, goes on. And there's a lot of them where I was just like, I never saw that movie, but all right, let's go with it. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, but it was it was fun to film and and kept me active when you know when I needed to be active. <laughs> when uh, you first read the script, uh, what th went through your mind? Like, I have to do this, or what was the attraction to 
it was the revenge. I mean, it was just the fact that she gets her revenge and she gets it good. Like that was just, um, that stood out to me for sure. And it was also, it was kind of funny because um, when Ron sent it to me, you know, I had no idea what a Merkin was. Like, I didn't know what this was. And he like sends this and he's like, da, 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 da. But like, don't worry, you know, you'd be wearing a Merkin. So people wouldn't actually, you know, see da, da. And I'm just like, okay, okay. What the fuck's a Merkin? Like, I don't know what this thing is. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense for like, a, you know, 70s grindhouse uh, sexploitation, black exploitation, kung fu—you know all those '70s sort of things <laughs> together. Yeah. I was like, "All right, I guess you gotta have the '70s bush to go with it." And <laughs> yeah. you know that became a joke too because it was just like you know, like all right, the colors you used—they match. Like, are they they work right? And then you it know, it's a fire crotch after all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that pussy's <Yeah>. possessed. <laughs> yes, and so like in one of the places we filmed was. Uh, uh, Jody, who's in the film, he played um, Pooch, his his bar that he owned at the time. And so the joke was always when we were done filming, he was going to like put it behind the bar. And, you know, and it was, you know, it's like, who, who, who ends up getting the Merkin, you know? And it just, by the end, it was like, there was just like matted blood all over it. And it's just like, I don't know where it ended up. I'm kind of curious to know. Um, <laughs> probably just looks like roadkill now or something just sitting on <laughs> exactly exactly I could just imagine like somebody you know like you know there's a museum tour for like you know she kills paraphernalia and people get to that part and they're just like oh my god it's so gross <laughs> why does it smell <laughs> we're, we're gonna end up at a convention somewhere and one of the rooms is gonna have it be like exactly oh, yeah. exactly <laughs> Be like, is this the real Merkin from She Kills? Like, come on, let me see. How how gross is it? Oh um, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> exactly. Oh exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That would so, be it. Yeah. So that's how you know. That's how I was introduced to what a Merkin is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was basically when I read the script, it was the revenge, the fact that she gets her revenge and she gets it good. That just, you know, that right there was like, all right, you know, this, this, there's going to be parts of this that are going to be hard, like very hard to film, but I think it'll give me the release I'm looking for also. And, and it did. And, you know, it's still one of my favorite films. I just, I loved the entire experience. Um, And it was the first chance too, I think for me, because there was other films that had been in film festivals, but I just never, it I followed it, but I wouldn't necessarily go. But with this one, you know, with me being up front and everything, it was like, all right, I want to, I want to go to some of these. So then I kind of, you know, would go and go to some of these film festivals that were playing it. And uh, so that was nice too. That was, that was fun to have a, I love travel. I'm like literally addicted to travel. So it was nice to have an excuse of like, oh, let's go up to Ottawa and go see it there. And, you know, so, um, so I like that for sure, that it kind of brought up those opportunities as well. So, um, like, it's just so crazy. How is it, like, some of the lines to take seriously, where there are many takes, like, um, most one of the funny parts, like how you thought, or how Sadie thought monogamy was, like, the board game. And yes. Like, yes. so innocent and naive and yes. nothing. And yeah. How you was that? Board game? 
Um, <laughs> the the lines themselves, I you know, I didn't have an issue like getting into it because I got you know, I felt like I understood what he was wanting from it. You know, the the you know uh, campy, overacted, you know, like the films in the past where they actually were serious. They thought they were you know, acting well. Um, but then in hindsight, you're like, yeah, that was, there's a lot of bad actors in that film. Um, so I, I feel like there weren't any like lines so much that threw me. Um, but I have to say with that, that scene that, you know, that opening scene in the field, I had like the worst allergic reaction to the grass. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to put that up there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, no, I, I saw something flash. But I didn't know it ignore that. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> ignore that. It's nothing important. I was trying to get well, rid of it. Well, now when I rewatch this, I'm like, where's the part? I already timed it out, so don't worry about it, Steve. I don't know why we can still see it, but it's already been removed. And I saw something out. that said hi and then anyway, but. <laughs> Uh, we had a troll in the chat and I've already timed him out and <laughs> I assume yeah. it's a him. I don't know, but uh, he accidentally clicked it and brought it onto the screen. There for we me. go. <laughs> that was the thing. But yeah, he's already been taken care of. <laughs> I was going to mess with him, but he was getting too distracting. So I discovered him. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. The first thing he said, I was like, oh, yeah. I saw what you're up to. Thank you. Do I dare ask? It's not that too bad. It just said, like, <laughs> we look like a bunch of inbreds up there. We're like, oh, thank you. You, you came in at the wrong <laughs> turn. It, it was more funny than an insult. It was like, right, yeah, so I tried to say thank you, but I mistyped it and it made yeah. it look stupid. And then I was like. Well, yeah, you know, in my family, we take that as a compliment. Yeah. You know? I always say I'm a Midwest redneck. So, hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> Me and my sister wife love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What uh, you mean in red? Uh, what? <laughs> Uncle Daddy. I'm my own grandpa. Remember the students? He said that's like, I'm my own grandpa. You're your own grandpa? Your Uncle Dad. Uncle Daddy. Uncle Dad. <laughs> oh, that was funny. It was more funny than anything. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, was a good distract. The only reason why I removed it. Other than that, I would have messed with them hardcore. If we wouldn't have had to guess, oh, I, I, I would have messed love, with them. <laughs> but yeah, there wasn't being too uh, creative. We'll say that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figures. But yeah, what I was saying is I had like this horrible, like uh, allergic reaction to being in the grass to, you know, and I just remember like just wanting to like dig through my skin and like just be like ah <laughs> um, who is Benadryl? Um so it's like that stuck stuck in my mind more than the actual lines that you're asking me about for that scene. Right. Um, the car that we used actually got stuck in the mud. So here this guy rents out his vehicle and you could tell it was like his baby, you know, I don't know anything about cars, but classic, whatever, whatever. And the place where we were filming the, the yard, you know, was, it had like some muddy spots and it got stuck in the mud, which obviously pushed back filming a bit that day. But I just remember us all just being like, ooh, this guy. And he's there. Like, this guy I think is pissed. <laughs> so those are the things that stood out about that day of filming. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then the lines just kind of came with it. Right. <laughs> I, there's so much crazy stuff like the Kung Fu family. They make fun of like Kung Fu films and stuff, yeah. like having an Asian brother. And uh, they're, yeah. uh, when they're speaking, the mouths are not moving. That was great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like the films. You do it. Good. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, that's the thing. That's what I like is there's so many different 70s you know, 70s genre films that he threw in there, you know, the grindhouse. Um, you've got the black exploitation with um, Nisi is the actress uh, who played um, Casparella. Oh my gosh, I just went blank the character's name. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the sex exploitation genres and uh, Kung Fu and all of that. So it was really neat. There were so many different nods to different genres of that time period. Mm -hmm. um, and then other things, like thrown in as well. Um, like when my brother is dying, um, I not, haven't seen this movie. I embarrassed to say, but it, Ron said it was some. It was like um, he got it from. Was it Anakin's mother's death or something in one of the Star Wars? Where it just like she's not just not dying, and I don't know. I mean, I can't remember what oh, he said. Oh, like when he's older and he returns home, I think, probably. Yeah, and it's just like, the way he described it, it was almost like this just death scene where she just wasn't dying. <laughs> and so with my brother in that scene, that's, you know, where he kind of got the idea to, you know, have him just kind of like, Ugh. Ugh. you know, <laughs> like, wait, is he dead yet? Um, and then there was, like the Matrix, that took a while to kind of get, you know, whatever that Matrixy thing he had me do also in that same alley. Mm -hmm. um, so there was, you know, there wasn't just the nods to the 70s films, but there was things that were uh, a little more current as well that he kind of mixed in there. And it was one of those things where, because I know like my dad loved, the, you know, Airplane and gets that kind of humor. It's one of those things where I was like, oh, my dad would think this is funny, but he's never going to see it. <laughs> I'm it's a, what do you mean? It's a good family film. Yeah. I watched it with my mom, but I was like, you're not seeing this, dad. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> want to. Like, sad thing is, is I feel like he would get most of the jokes, but I was like, yeah, you just have to, going to have to ask mom about it. Like, because you're not watching this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was crazy. I mean, um, I had watched it. It actually came as a limited edition and horror pack. The, oh. uh, I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, every month you get four movies, DVDs, Blu-rays. Uh, I forget what number edition it is. I meant to pull it out, but, um, I know if, uh, if you go to their website or every now and then they have like screen cleaning and they have like, uh, sales and stuff. So if anybody wants to like check out horror pack or send them an email and see if you can get that limited edition. It's definitely pretty cool to have. So I think it was like in its number 30 something or 40. I forget. It might've been sooner, but I've been collecting them like all five years I've been with horror pack. So I got all oh, wow. 69 of them that are out 70 that are coming out. So that's awesome. <laughs> like basically what they do is stuff that hasn't been released on Blu-ray before or exclusively through them. So mm -hmm. it, it, they get some good stuff and she kills was actually one of them that they did. <laughs> so that's awesome. Very so, cool. Yeah. yeah it's so always she, interesting to see, you know, or hear where people are familiar, you know, how they're familiar with it. Where did they see it? What, what was the reason why they watched it or, you know, did somebody recommend it that they just sort of stumble upon it. Um, I always find that fascinating as well. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I wish I would have seen it sooner because I actually I like House Shark. I know you don't have that big of part, but like mm-hmm. the comedy level is like almost the same. She Kills is funnier in my opinion, but <laughs> I really like uh, House Shark, and it's like almost the same level enough as like if I would have known this movie existed like a long time ago, I would have been watching this a long time ago because I, I I really like House Shark. I just think it's just so ridiculous. So- I, yes. <laughs> I was when I was watching it when they did their you know their local showing of House Shark. Um, I mean, I was cracking up. I just I I and it, maybe it was also I mean it's it's a great movie, but I also mean because I like knew a lot of the people too, so it was just that much more fun to be like ah look what he's doing this scene that's hilarious you know. But <laughs> I was laughing pretty heartily in the theater when I first saw. House Shark. So I definitely agree with you there. It is a funny movie. Right. And there's at least two people, maybe more, but I know there was at least two people that was in House Shark with you mm-hmm. that was in She Kills. Yeah. Like the guy with the funky mustache. He was like yep. the guy that owns the house and, yep. that, <laughs> and the Ahab character. I don't remember if that's what his name was in the movie, but like the Ahab character, he was at the very end credit scene at the movie. Yep. <laughs> and Michael Merchant, I mean, he was Reggie in She Kills, and then oh, he was okay. the one with the Lederhosen. The, um, oh, okay. I didn't even yeah. I recognize those other two. I didn't recognize him in that, but okay, now you say yeah. it. I, yeah. yeah. And um, Wayne played, I mean, it was just like a quick thing. It was when I was, um, I don't know, when I was like, on, like going through that, almost like the it wasn't like time travel, but you know that. And then you see Wayne, he was the native American guy and just in that one scene and she kills, but then he was in house shark. Um, so yeah, there was, there was, and, and that's the thing they, they, they kind of have a lot of people that they like working with and they'll work with, you know, several times. And so I like the fact that, you know, even in, you know, house shark, there was a, you know, cameo in there, like, oh, we're going to get Jenny in and this, this part, you know, we'll get her in there somewhere. And then of course, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my little inside joke that kind of gives a nod to she kills in there. Um, so yeah, I like how there's always a lot of, a bit of a connection too between them. And I like how you say Frank in that film. (laughs) (laughs) Did that like take you a long time to like perfect how to say that or? No, I mean, he definitely was very specific about how he wanted to it to come out. So we kind of like, you know, played around with it a little bit. Um, but what was the word that, that went back to she kills, um, Oh, I'm drawing a blank, but it was basically, um, uh, what is, what does she say? And it's, it's because, um, the character in she kills says legendary, legendary <laughs> where, you know, he, that was a little nod to she kills because, um, that was said, you know, it was in reverse where he had said it to me and now I'm saying it to him. It was completely different, different characters. Um, so again, I like those little little tie-ins. But yeah, he was very he was very specific about this. He wants this to come out like this. Um, so I think I provided what he was looking for. I hope. <laughs> yeah. What was um, probably last question about she kills? But what was your favorite like practical effect or kill in it? Because I mean, we had like long tongues, really really long penises. Like, how is that connected? Like, it was like really oh yeah, like what? <laughs> So. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, that one area where I'm just like, 
you know, killing people left and right. You know, I've got the, the ninja stars and then it's like, you know, pulling another gun out of my vagina and then, Oh wait, where did that one come out of? And like, <laughs> um, so there is, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think that any of those scenes where I was like killing someone, it always felt good, but there was definitely, you know, the, the crow makeup scene, you know, that killing um, Jody, that, that was really, I liked that. I really mm -hmm. liked that. Um, but special effects, you know, I feel like there was just so, so much, yeah. you know, to work with. And, you know, with anything, there's especially smaller budget, you know, there's going to be things that they end up having to be like, never mind, that's not working. We can't, you know, let's move on. Mm -hmm. um, like there was the one thing where, you know, the way it had to be this, like, you know, almost like a, I don't know, it's almost like a cane, but not like the camera was so close and he wanted it to like hit, you know, stop it right to just the right place. And it was so hard. Like, you, know, you don't realize when they're, you know, something's in there that close that like you're, you got it. It was like a staff, but anyway, so special effects. Yeah, oh, the the okay. dance scene was pretty funny <laughs> at, the end, the, at the end, the final oh, like, yeah. swallowing, I guess I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. And also the, um, when I basically ripped his dick off Reggie in the, yeah. like that with like, where, you know, it just looks like, you know, intestines. And that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's a long dick. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yes. Like that, that's probably one of my favorite special effects days. And <laughs> that was, yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed what they were able to work with. And then, you know, the whole like, you know, sausage thing that he had stuck in his pants and, mm -hmm. um, and then me being, and ended up like basically beating the shit out of him with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was, there was just so much to going into the film. I mean, like as far as, you know, special effects and, you know, things uh, just happening at different times and trying to put them together. I don't know. I, I know I'm partial, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for uh, Shark Encounters of the Third Kind, you played a psychiatrist in it. Um, how is that for you? You find that role interesting? And do you believe in uh, aliens or UFOs at all or life on other planets? So I did find the role interesting. And I, I do believe in that stuff, but I'm not somebody who follows it like mm -hmm. other people um there are some like facebook friends who get really into that and i'm always fascinated to like read the articles that they post or um but i'm not like one of those people who's like researching it myself or you know did you know or did you see that thing in the sky last night <laughs> but um but i am you know it does interest me for sure mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean that was um it was one of those roles where I think a lot of the stuff that stood in my mind was the actual filming itself. Um, and some of it was because some of it was outside and it was so cold and I don't, I don't do well with cold. So like some of the days that like stuck in my head were more, more, not necessarily the character or the script or the final product. It was, God, I remember how cold it was that day. Um, <laughs> So, you know, there's always little things that kind of will stick with me from different movies. And that one happened to be the temperature of when we were filming. 
or filming certain scenes, I should say. <laughs> you have any other questions on your list? <laughs> um, which one was your first starring role? Uh, probably if you, if we're counting it, probably the film that I did when I was still at NYU, that got the uh, best actress award at, at Syracuse university at SU. Um, it was a short film. So, and then, you know, and then there was a lot of stuff where it was like, um, cause it's also, you know, people think starring is, is different things. Like, you know what I mean? Like the first, the top five people build, you know, some people are like, those are the stars. Other people, it's like, you had to have the lead to be considered the star. True. Um, so probably if, as far as that, probably she kills because, you know, yeah, Sadie. It, yeah. You know, it yeah. was me. Like that <laughs> right. film was me. Um, but I still have had like great parts and other films where I may not have been the main focus or I'm not in every scene. Um, but it was still, I hope, was a part that would kind of like stand out to people and something that they'd remember, you know, later on. Um, for that short film, is there somewhere we can watch it, either YouTube or a site or a way to track it down? That is a good question. I mean, I think I have it on VHS, uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. And I, I actually, I should ask, because I'm still friends with the director. Um, I should ask him, like, is it out there at all? I mean, I don't know if he would have done anything with it. Uh, you know, obviously he, he got what he needed out of it as far as, you know, his uh, graduate work. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a good question. I don't know if it's out there. And, and I don't have a VCR. I know they've come back in style, but I'm like, I can't even watch. I can't even watch. We don't even have a DVD player. <laughs> we used to use like one of the gaming consoles as a, like a Blu-ray player. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had a fire years ago and just lost everything. And we were able to like pick out some DVDs that I haven't tried to play. I'm like, they could be melted for all I know, but I just, I still wanted them. Um, but I also was just like, we don't have anything to play these things on. <laughs> um, so I don't know if it would be streaming though. I don't know. Cause this was back in 1996 is when I filmed the one at SU. So, um, but it's a good question. Now it makes me want to ask him, you know, <laughs> where is this? Is this around? <laughs> yeah. Have to check that out somehow if possible. I mean, I'd like to see it if that's something that you won an award for. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I mean, um, it just also, I, I, I'd like to see just, you know, how I looked back then. It's so different. You know what I mean? It's just fun to kind of look and be like, you know, and especially when it gets to be that, that much time passed. It's like, oh my goodness, I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> How, how is it watching yourself? Are you one that likes to watch your movies or no, I can't watch that. <laughs> or so, I do. I mean, I, it is hard, especially if I'm seeing it for the first time and like my husband's with me also, and he's seeing it for the first time. Um, and especially if the first time I'm seeing it is um, in an audience with a bunch of other people and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> it's working out are they laughing right I think they are nobody's walked out yet um but then there's other stuff that I've just I've never watched and it part of it is just because of access 
Um, it might be a movie that somebody did send me the DVD for. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this. And I'm like, it's still sitting there. I have not watched it. Um, the one thing that was kind of a little awkward is when I did Ms. Cannibal Holocaust, also with Ron Bonk, um, it was the first time I ever had like a, a nude scene or a sex scene. And you don't see everything, but the things that I'm saying in it are not like, you know, parent material. And so the, uh, the woman that, and one of the other women that was in the movie, her mom and my dad worked together at Syracuse University. And so they were both going to come. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, I, you weren't invited to this. Said, no, no, I'm going to come, whatever. So my husband and I were basically, because I knew my mom was coming. And I was just like, all right, well, I, I'm not sitting next to my dad. And he's like, I'm not sitting next to your dad. And I was just like, Ugh. so basically it was like, mom, you got to sit here. Dad's going to be next to you. And then me and Drew, because we do not. And it was one of those things where I was like, the scene comes on and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so painful. <laughs> and I know he's probably just sitting there like, oh, that's why I wasn't invited. <laughs> but thankfully it was a very, very short scene. Um, and then we were able to move on. It was towards the beginning. So it was like, all right, if your eyes have not burned out of your head at this point, now the rest of the movie, actually the rest of the movie, I was wearing like this frumpy sweatsuit. So I was like, the rest of the movie is like really different. <laughs> so yeah. So sometimes I like to watch my stuff, but not with my parental figures. I can imagine. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. very understandable. <laughs> you know? <laughs> In any of your movies, did you ever like improv anything that actually stayed in the movie? Uh, like lines or motion or act, um, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure I have, especially since the theater company I work with, um, we do a lot of like interaction with the audience before the show starts where you're like mingling in character. And I, I love that stuff. And I know I did some of that, and but I can't think of a single example at the time. When we're off, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was it. That was that time. That, um, but yeah, because I, you know, if if they'll allow for it, obviously you need to respect right, you know, yeah. the director um, and the person who wrote the screenplay because, you know, you don't want to insult them in, by any way of them thinking, oh, so what I wrote wasn't good enough. You had to just change it, you know? So, um, but yeah, if, if there's a... Uh, room for it then absolutely <laughs> um in different films you've been murdered killed whatever uh do you have a favorite way that you've been killed or is there any way that you would like to see yourself killed that's an interesting question um i can't think of an example, um, I do remember that filming, I had a good time being killed in Ms. Cannibal Holocaust. Um, I think it was just because there was like so much leading up to it and where we were filming and it just made it made it all feel so real. Um, but to be honest, at this moment, I can't even tell you exactly what it is and what it was. It was just, I remember like filming that scene and being like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool, huh? <laughs> So, and if there was a certain way you could get killed off, is there any certain way you would want to see it done? 
Hmm. I don't know because I enjoy killing other people. So um, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, I love the time when I wrapped my legs around that guy's neck and squeezed and then broke his le neck with my legs. But I'm like, I don't really want to picture me going through that. Right. I'm the killer. More um, fun to be the killer. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I've been killed in many, many movies yeah. um, and will continue to be killed in many movies. But I can't think of, I can't think of a goal of, you know, oh, I really want to be killed that way someday. Well, if you want to be the killer, how would you want to kill your victim? So I, anything that if, especially if it's somebody who deserves something bad to them, you right. know, I want it to be torture. Like, and that's where I was like, she kills because the various ways it was like, you know, it was, I was able to feel like I was torturing them, you know, especially mm -hmm. like, you know, with the bottle and the glass bottle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, um, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do something like that again. Um, but I've just, in that one film, there's probably like 20 different ways I killed people. So it's kind of hard to think of something that I didn't already do. <laughs> right. Especially she kills covers a lot of them, probably. Mm -hmm. Probably, yeah, revenge torture. So, yep. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, what was it? Return to Splatter Farm. Um, when he comes in the shower scene and he mm -hmm. has the decapitated, spoiler alert, people, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, it has the head and shoves the head into you. Like, that's an interesting way to just kill someone. And it's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that creative stuff, I always, you know, I'm interested in because I'm like, oh, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> but that's awesome as someone did. <laughs> right. Uh, just it's like in seven, she kills. Uh, looks like you got some head in that movie. <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, go into Fang. Um, so would you prefer slasher movies or do you like the little, the little, the creature feature movies? Um, um, it's, uh, I, that's a good question. There's a lot of good questions. I realize I've never really thought about before. Um, I think now that I've done a couple, I do like the kind of creature features. Um, but there's always that, you know, old school slasher that, you know, kind of reminds you of watching horror films, you know, growing up in the 80s. So there's something special about that as well. Um, but I did I did really like Fang. I liked shooting it. I liked, um, you know, the the werewolf and what came around that. And um, I think that probably also made me realize like, oh, yeah, I, I want to do more like that as well. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, and a couple of them, I guess you could say you play the snotty or stuck-up bitchy mm -hmm. type of characters. Uh, like, obviously you're not, but like, what do you do to get into that role? Do you like portraying that? Like, um, what's your process of getting into that? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Shelly in Fang, obviously, is a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, when I read the scripts or the director tells me what they're looking for, it's easy enough to be like, oh yeah, I know a couple of them. So this will be easy. Like I, you know, not going to name any names, but it's easy enough to be like, oh, so you mean I just have to be so-and-so for the next week? I could do that. 
I remember this. <laughs> It'd be a nice uh, diss to somebody too, <laughs> especially if they're like on set or something. It's like, oh, I could just be you. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Thanks. Yep. Sorry, exactly. I have to be mute in between. He's playing music, and my dog's been going crazy, so I just keep like, <laughs> yeah, yeah Mike can pick that up. But, yeah, so I, between that, I was just like, oh, mute, mute, mute. Right. <laughs> what else is going on here? Well, I'm surprised. My husband's done a good job. I have not seen one of my children come to the door yet because uh, that's always fun. And especially like working, you know, this type of thing, obviously. But then even like, you know, work in general has gone so virtual. And I feel like half the time I'm going, go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> So not having to have done that at all during this, I'm like, oh, my kid's alive. <laughs> I think I need to go check on them. This long before. <laughs> I think they're alive, though. For anybody watching at home, I'm pretty sure my kids are alive. Don't or listening on Spotify later, whichever. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. That too. <laughs> I'm a good mother, I swear. I know, exactly. <laughs> they're with my husband. They're being taken care of. Drew, you can untie them now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you recording when I said that? <laughs> the cages are big. You know, they, they only give them water. I was going to say, you give them water, you know, like the hamster bottles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> give them a wheel. It's like run off their energy. Exercise. Yes, you know, and, and when my husband's in there with them and I lock them all in, it's it's really sweet. Yeah, put him in the cage too. <laughs> yeah, and I just say, night, night, guys. I got the key. <laughs> put, the, put the sheet over the cage like when you put the, the birds there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, speaking of things in the background, I'm also surprised that my sugar gliders have not started coming out and making a ruckus because their cage is like right behind me. Oh, okay. And normally, you know, because this is kind of their wake up time. If I come in here, it's almost like they smell the treat lady. Like, she's, she's close. She's, she's going to give us treats. So I'm really surprised i may have just jinxed myself that i've not heard them yet like on the cage like oh, she's there you know oh i heard the voice that we're being talked to exactly i'm like, like a spider sense going off you know? my husband's like oh, do you think that they they'll hear you and i go no they'll smell me <laughs> <laughs> they associate my smell with yogurt drops it's like their favorite treat Reminds me of like guinea pigs. Like I used to have a guinea pig. Like as soon as you walk in the door, they just start screaming because I would bring home, I worked at a pizza place. So sometimes we'd have vegetables we'd throw away. So I would bring some home to give to the guinea pig. So he's Mm -hmm. like, as soon as he heard me go through the door, he's like, starts like screaming because he's expecting vegetables. It's Pavlov's guinea pigs, you know, <laughs> and they, they remind me of like little zombies sometimes because, you know, they have a really, you know, big cage, it's tall and everything. But when I walk in or even when they just, you know, kind of hear me go by that all three of them will just like. <laughs> I smell her. You know, and I'm just like, oh my God, like they just they look like these like you know zombies waiting to get out and like eat my brains. And I'm like, here have some yogurt instead. It's much tastier than my brain. It's <laughs> funny, uh in I think it was fourth grade, a teacher had a hamster in the classroom 
and we were feeding it sunflower seeds and different seeds and stuff. But what it was doing was taking it and putting it in its pouch, like the side or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's not going to take anymore. And we kept feeding feed in both the sides of the pouch. <laughs> I swear it was like tipping over. We're like, should we be doing this? And we're like, well, we know how much, I mean, it should know how much it can take. And it was actually like wallowing. We were like, and the team, yeah. oh my gosh, we were like, well, it, it took them. We, I mean, <laughs> we weren't forcing it. To yeah, hamsters are great that way. I don't know if they, know like how big yeah. their cheeks actually are so they just keep stuffing them yeah <laughs> you know and you just expect them to like finally just like fall over that's like, what it looked like i mean like yeah. it was getting to that point where it was we're like shoot like, like, i guess i mean it looks so <laughs> yeah exactly yep no i love little creatures <laughs> yeah My yeah we haven't been able to have any since the dog but yeah uh-huh. i miss we've had guinea pigs and hamsters and durbles and all sorts of stuff but my dog's got high prey drive so we can't have nothing smaller than a year old kitten <laughs> yeah yeah this this is like one of the few animals that my husband's not allergic to so i was like all right sugar gliders it is which basically means that i do all the feeding and the cleaning and the you know but i'm like whatever I'm like i have my favorite and i'm like he's my pet and then because they're you know live in colonies we had the two other ones and i was like so suge knight is my pet and the other two are suge knight's pets so um yeah so i'm like they make a Love happy its name <laughs> a pet for the pets there you go exactly keeps him happy and he's still my sweetie so you know yeah i get my buddy that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, by the way, they have woken up. Of course, I knew I was jinxing, jinxing myself. <laughs> jinx, yeah, jinx, jinx. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody's over here trying to get my attention. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. Now they both are. Oh, they're looking. They're like, Mama, Mama, they're there, Mama. We haven't eaten in like the last half hour. Always like my cat. I swear to God, anytime anybody stands up and like moves, we have his bowl. There's like a bookshelf kind of like built into the wall, like right mm-hmm. behind me. And we have his hard food up there. So my dog don't get into it. And anybody stands up and walks in the living room, he will start screaming at them until you walk him to his bowl and show it to him. And this last, it doesn't matter how long it's been since the next person stands up, but it could be two minute difference. He don't care. He will make somebody. It's like he forgets where the bowl is constantly. Yep. But it's just like I, you are gonna listen to me and you're gonna follow me, or yep. I'm not gonna shut up. Yep. <laughs> I love how animals all have their own personality, and you know, I mean, these guys definitely do. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're just you've got the the youngest one. Um, she's so skittish. So she's at, she's fine now because the lights aren't on. But if I turn on the lights, she like will dive into her pouch. Like <laughs> as if someone's like throwing grenades at her. It's like, light, ah! Um, whereas the other- Right, light, right, light. Yeah, exactly. And so I have to like, yeah, exactly. Little gremlin. Um, <laughs> so I have to like feed her her treat. Like she's in the pouch and she kind of like- Just not after midnight, but yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> just goes back down again (laughs) and then like she'll feel more comfortable if i turn off the light and hang out in here then she's cool but the other two are like i don't give a fuck how bright it is you got treats we want them (laughs) so yeah and those two are the ones that were just right over here like why is she looking at us and not feeding us yet 
<laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Don't you love us anymore? No, exactly. Exactly. You guys have food. You have food left over. Get to you in a minute. <laughs> you gotta love how our pets like make us like obey them, basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> they make us their bitch. I mean, right. <laughs> I am the bitch to three sugar gliders. Like <laughs> we're not my pets. I am their pet in a sense. They're just like, watch, we're gonna look cute, and she's gonna give us extra <laughs> treats. Uh, yeah. My cat does. Because my cat, I swear to God, tries to murder my son. And then after he, like, goes and, like, attacks his leg, and uh, especially if he does it on the stairs, then mm -hmm. he'll just start, like, rolling around in his cat tower, like, I'm cute, pay attention. Right, exactly. <laughs> I didn't oh, just try to murder you. I'm cute, rub me. Yep. <laughs> yep. Animals control us, but that's okay. <laughs> I'd rather be controlled by an animal than a human anyways, so... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And you just know, so that don't turn into a planet of the apes situation. We're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Planet of the, hey, there we go. There's a good wild eye movie. Planet of the sugar gliders. Yes. Oh my goodness. Somebody let's, do that and cast me, please. Let, let's tell uh, Mark and John. See if they can. Yes. Yeah, say, yeah. Mark, if you're watching, sometimes you watch. So let's listen. Come on. Yes, We're we full of it. ideas. We need or John, that. you know, whoever. And they like the sugar gliders, they like almost like you know, Spider-Man, where they they something happens and they they grow to big sizes, and then as they kill people, they stuff them in their pouch. Like there we so go. Like, I'm like, no, they're not, they're marsupials, they have pouches, they're marsupials. That, that could be a line in the movie. Damn those rodents. Uh marsupials, shut the fuck yep. up. <laughs> like these <laughs> and then the sugar, I mean, the males don't have pouches, but, you know, yeah. the females just be like, yeah, now I stick you in my pouch. <laughs> so I like it. Somebody write it. Come on, please. <laughs> we come up with so many ideas here that who knows if they'll ever come up Right? Or not. I'm sure half the people are going, what's a sugar glider right now? <laughs> They're my sweets, uh, but they are. <laughs> Yeah, I think don't they basically look like a chipmunk, but they have like a webbing in between their yeah. legs. So, and if you've ever seen like a picture of a flying squirrel, they look they resemble them even more because you know flying squirrels also have the flap. Yeah. But yeah, the markings are similar to a chipmunk. Um, and we have like there's different kinds. Like we have a white-faced female, so her her coloring's very different. The other ones are more of like gray, brown, you know. Um, so yeah, they all have their own and she's just, she's so tiny. She's the timid one and she's just so small. And, uh, but yet when I, I rehomed a sugar glider from someone else and that one was, you know, older, mature female, but the little one, she would like go after her. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah. the point was for them all to live together. Now I got two separate cages because they just keep fighting. Well, finally, they live together. They all get along. Um, oh, I have another idea for the Sugar Glider movie, though. So my one, before I could get my other one neutered, he impregnated her. And they, you know, they were literally in separate cages. They were, I think there was like twice where they kind of like, got together really quick that's all it took and so I didn't find out she was pregnant until like very like the baby was already like in her pouch and I was like what is that lump 
Um, but if we do a sugar glider movie, so the horror part of it was one day I was in here and I see the baby's out and I'm like, Oh my goodness, the baby's out of the pouch, baby's out of the pouch. And she was out of the, the cage and just kind of free roaming. And so she goes and she goes back in the cage and she turns her back on me. And I just see her kind of like doing this, you know, but from the back and I'm there going, Oh, you putting your baby back in the pouch. You putting your baby back in the pouch. And then she like, you know, she gets up and she goes into the, the pouch that they sleep in. And I was worried about the little one, Remy, because, you know, she was so violent with her. I was like, she's going to hurt the baby. So I like, you know, so kind of like, you know, no, 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 you guys can't be together. So the, the mom and the baby come out. And that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, my God, she was not putting it in her pouch. She was eating it like a chicken wing. Eating like, it. Yeah. I mean, she was like, and but I just saw the back of her. And I was like, oh, my God, I was freaking out. So she had like eaten one leg and like ate part of the skin there. And of course, I'm just like, ah, no. I know like hamsters and stuff will do that. Like if you touch the babies or something like the scent, like yep. I don't know, they'll just eat them for whatever reason. Yeah. And there may have been something wrong with it and only the mom knew or she was just really hungry and I hadn't given her enough protein that week. I don't know. <laughs> But it was awful, and I got this baby to the vet, and they were just like, you see that? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, that's its spleen. We can't fix this. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you know, they euthanized the baby, whatever. But wouldn't you know, I get home that night, and my husband's like, yes, we're having chicken wings. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wow. Yep. yep. <laughs> and it was a while before I could eat a chicken wing. <laughs> mm. And now that, like, that I've told the story, it'll probably be like another year before I can eat chicken wings. <laughs> You're going to walk home tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, we're having chicken wings. No. Yeah, exactly. I just had to relive the trauma. Yeah. Exactly. Wouldn't that be a great scene in a movie about sugar gliders with these giant sugar gliders? I mean, come on. We've given so much material. Except they're here. eating people's legs. Come on. Yes. <laughs> yes, I feel like, you know, it's all there. It's all ready. We just need somebody to write up. Yeah, we need more creature features with animals that people like. And there's no oh, creature feature of a sugar That's why I tried to go for my hippo movie. Because <laughs> hippos in real life are super dangerous. And everybody yes. thinks they're just super cute. And then there's like cows. Well, I think they've kind of did cows. But cows kill more people than sharks <laughs> just by like trampling or whatever yeah. now we got the sugar gliders there needs to be more animals you don't expect mm -hmm. to be <laughs> into a horror movie exactly i know maybe I throw in some lemurs while we're at it <laughs> yes yes it could take place so the sugar gliders came over on a boat from Australia and got stranded in Madagascar. It could be one of those versus lemurs, like you know, like uh, whatever, oh, yeah. like the versus movies. Here we go, yes. sugar gliders versus killer lemurs. Yes, absolutely. I, hey, I'm down with it. Someone write it. <laughs> <laughs> write a part for me in there. I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Uh. We'll have you get your leg chewed off. How's that? Perfect. And you were asking before about deaths. There you go. There's the death. That or you could be the queen of the sugar gliders and you could be the one like telling them what to go attack. 
Yes. Or you could control them. There you go. You could they could be like That's, controlled yeah, by basically. Someone. Yeah. Well, and we, you know, because we're dorks, a couple of years ago for Halloween, I found like sugar glider costumes um, on like Amazon. So the whole family is sugar gliders. And my husband. There you go. Like, you already got the costumes unless you get rid of them. No, nope, we still have them. We still have them. And those pictures I love because I'm just like, oh my God, we're such dorks. But isn't this cool? (laughs) The whole family was sugar gliders. (laughs) So yeah, we've got the costumes. Um, You know, they kind of thin line gray area between sugar gliders and flying squirrels because Amazon doesn't really know the difference, but it worked. (laughs) Similar, you know, similar markings. It worked. But the female ones didn't have pouches built in. I was like, come on. <laughs> Even the opportunity with that, how awful, awesome would have been that? You know, go and like trick or treat. Well, they should make them for mothers with babies. They should make them for mothers with babies and like a little sugar. Like, they can put the baby in the Yes, that's a great idea too. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have like had my girls go to <laughs> houses and been like trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a female sugar lighter. I got the pouch. <laughs> hey, all these missed opportunities, you know? So now I'll just have to build pouches on them and be like, all right, whole family, we're going to do it all over again next Halloween. Only this time the kids are going to be like, oh, mom, you're so wrapped. <laughs> that was cool three years ago, mom. But now, no. <laughs> yeah. I know the last few years I've always tried to make my son never he's never been too much into the whole halloween thing but i've you know made him get dressed up and i'll try it for a while there i was having some of a matching outfit and go out with him mm-hmm. and then now he's just like i don't want to get dressed up i think it was last year or year before i made him get dressed up and sit outside with me and hand out candy and he didn't even care about that it's like Aww. the last two years i've just done it myself yeah how old is he 17 now so yeah he's like mom yeah, he don't care. Don't care. <laughs> well, it's though. Like, you know, later on, he might reach that reinterest in it again when all of a sudden he's going to like Halloween parties with friends and then all of a sudden, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah I'm interested again, you know? Yeah. Halloween's the best season ever or holiday ever. Yeah. Because yeah. not and- very many people, especially when, like, on our street, not me, like the adults handing out candy, mm-hmm. like dress ups. Like, I'm like, so- dressed up but not like a whole lot it's like our neighbor across the street had one of those dinosaur costumes like the blow up ones yes. like dancing around <laughs> and out candy <laughs> yeah it's got like almost like a mini fan in it right those, yeah. yeah those are cool i we've had a couple neighborhood kids who've worn those but then like they're like when they're walking they're like all right i can't get too many houses you know <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple of those at conventions. People have the, those dinosaur raptor costumes that they're in. They're yes. like, they're pretty tall costumes. Too, so yeah. Yep. Yep. I took my daughter to this, uh, my younger one to this dinosaur exhibit um, just this, you know, past January or whatever. And yeah, they had those people. I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool to just like have at home, <laughs> you know, or even just like they have the puppets. And they're people that are just like, they're so good at it that like a baby dinosaur and you're just like, you want to pet it. And you're like, I know this isn't real, but (laughs) (laughs) oh, I don't know. Did you ever see Velocipasture? 
No. And they have the dinosaur. Co- they have a similar, really funny dinosaur costume at the end and stuff. And when he transforms, it's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, there's so many things that I've, so many movies I've missed. And I've got like this list of like, oh, I got to see that. I got to see that. And then I'm one of those people that just like, eh, tonight I'm just going to turn on Netflix, you know, or, or whatever. And, um, but yeah, I've got certain ones that I'm like, okay, I found this one here and this one there. And I think part of it's just like laziness of like, well, wait a minute, I got to log into this. And I'm like, this one's just already on there. I just hit go, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, so I got to branch out and actually watch some more of the movies that I've wanted to watch. They're on my list, but I just kind of keep going back to the old stuff, which is easy mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, current TV shows you keep up with or more of the movies? Uh, No, I'll crack out to a good good, uh, TV series. Right now I'm uh, watching Good Girls, Um, but it's all all kinds of things. I like a lot of, um, and a lot of them are foreign, so a lot of subtitles, but I like a lot of like the suspense, uh, maybe almost like, you know, murder mystery type stuff, you know, the, the stuff that scares me more than, you know, like chop them up films and stuff is the shit that could really happen. You know, mm-hmm. like that is where like, you know, like a, you know, movie that takes place or a series takes place in Sweden and there's like a serial killer on the loose and, you know, they've got to figure this all out. And I'm like, that 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 scares me. That I'll really get into. Yeah, especially the stuff is based on real life events. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And you know, even the stuff that's not, but you're like, this could have happened. Like mm-hmm. this, you know, that's the stuff that really so it's kind of that crime drama stuff, but not like the stuff that you're used to seeing on just, you know, three, five, and nine, like this, you know, um, and a lot of it, you know, some of the really good ones are are British. But then there's a lot I'm finding like, you know, this one was made in Poland and this one. And I don't like um, dubbed. I know some people prefer it so that they don't yeah. have to read the whole time. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it like in the person's voice. So, so it does require a lot of reading. And there are times <laughs> I'm just like, I'm getting tired. Yeah. Pause. All right. I'll read, you know. Um, like I don't mind subtitles; they don't bother me. But you just got to be in that mood to watch it, though, and not tired. You, you know, pay attention. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, I I prefer subtitles than dubbing because that just throws me out of it. Like if your lips are not matching what's being said, and also I'm like, this is sometimes the actors too are like these are horrible actors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're just kind of like you know this, you know this voice doesn't match what I'd imagine this person to that too yeah yeah Yeah, throwing me off uh squid game that was one where I know a lot of people watched it dubbed yeah I was like no I had to watch it with subtitles um that's another thing that scared the shit out of me more than any like you know chop them up movie or show like that I still have dreams about about things that I saw in Squid Game. Like, um, that stuck with me. And there was something also recent or something was going on. And I was like, I could never do that. Not after seeing Squid Game. I could never, like, you know. Um, That was a great show. We did a whole show on the series. Yeah. Yeah, I I loved it. But that's the kind of stuff that 
that scares me. That's the kind of stuff that interests me. Um, as far as if somebody's like, well, what's your favorite scary show or whatever, it wouldn't be the normal, um, you know, the Halloween movies or something like that. It would be, you know, this movie about this serial killer that, you know, it was based on a true story. That's the one, you know, right. that's the one. you might like, I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but it has, uh, the chick from frozen in it. It has, uh, the woman across the street from the woman in the house or as a really yes. long weird oh, title. Yes. In it. So, yeah. yep. So I did watch it and it's almost like, uh, it's a spoof of a few different books. And I had read um, The Woman in the Window is one of the ones that it bases off of. And then they did do, they did do one, I don't know if it was like Netflix or Hulu or whatever from the book. And um, I think it's Amy Adams may have starred in it. Um, and as usual, it's never as good as the book. But I did love the, the you know, the woman across the street from the woman, in the, whatever that was. Yeah, you know? the really long, ridiculous title. <laughs> yes, because it pieced together and kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, it was, you know, not made fun of, but, you know, these different things. And having read a few of the books that you could tell they pulled from, you know, I just, I enjoyed it that much more. But you could tell not everybody knew that it was supposed to be a little campy because people are just like, oh, this is so, and I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> That's the joke. Like, but then there's other people who caught right on and were like, oh, this is awesome. Right. So, yeah. I, I put it off for a while. I was like, I don't see, I can't, I wish I could think of her name, but I, I was like, I don't know if I could see her doing a drama thriller. So I was like, I don't know how this will work. And so I put it off. I kept seeing everybody talk so highly about it. And finally I was like, I didn't have anything to watch one day. And like, all right, we're going to check this out. And I watched yep. the whole thing and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I love her work. Christian um, Bell is awesome. Yeah. Yes. Christian Bell. That's her I love Veronica Mars. That was such a great show when that was on. Well, she went, she was a little younger than me. I didn't know her, but she was at NYU the same time I was, I guess. But she was like a year or two um, younger. So, but I, I have friends that were in class with her and said that she's always just been really funny like mm -hmm. she was just one of those you know one of those classmates that you knew you were going to get you know a good scene from especially if it was like a comedic scene but um yeah I definitely I feel like she can she has a good range but that was that was great for mm -hmm. sure <laughs> yeah I was lucky enough to meet her at a convention I mean, she's really a sweet person I, I loved getting the chance to meet her she's She's fun. <laughs> yeah, I love her. I mean, I I don't feel like I've, I haven't seen everything that she's done, but I don't feel like I've ever seen something she's done and not thought, oh, I just love her. Bad <laughs> so. Moms is funny too, though. That she's oh my there. goodness, yes. Yes, absolutely. And what was the, um, the show that she did? Um, uh, I always get House of Cards and... The one which she did with Don Cheadle. Um, oh, I know the one you're talking about. It's I another, oh, I can't think of it right now, but I always get the title confused with like House of Cards. Or, it's not House of Cards, but I know the one you're talking about. Yes, really yes but that was really good. Uh, I don't know. If, can you hear them? No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm it almost sound like a, a. I don't know if it's this way that come across the mic, but it almost sounds like 
like static voices, like spooky voices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they do this thing. I don't know if you're familiar. So they do this thing called stabbing. <laughs> and it is the most, it sounds like an alien. And it's, it's just a strange sound. And I've like posted videos of them doing this on Facebook. And friends are just like, what is that sound they make? Like, it's like alien. Like, and I was like, I know it is the craziest thing. And they have a bunch of different sounds, but the crabbing one, if you ever want to just like Google, you know, sugar gliders crabbing. I'm and sure they, they got stuff on YouTube. I'm sure. Just type that in. I'm sure oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because there was times where I was just like, Oh, you got to hear this. And I'd like bring friends in and be like, Oh, look. And they're like, they're not doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> figures. You know, I mean, Suge Knight, my, my baby, my boy, um, he, he never crabs anymore. He's just so sweet. Like, it's usually more of like a, you're annoying me or I'm scared sound. And so I'm like, I can't, I can't get him to do it. But if I like, just, if they're sleeping and I just like move the pouch a little bit too much, you'll hear the girls start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the movie I show is thinking of House of Lies. Oh, okay. Sorry, House I of Lies. I was looking up Kristen Bell right now to see if I could find it. I'm yes, like, yeah. it's completely random. My, but I'm like House of Cards. It's not that. It's House yeah. of something. So yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I I like her work a lot. It's like we knew House was in there somewhere. Yes, it was House <laughs> of. It isn't know what you know which House of it was. Um, but yeah, no, that was. I thought that was a great great uh, show. The woman in the whatever um, yeah i didn't know if it was based the off woman book, in the house across the street from the girl in the window yes that one <laughs> yes and as soon as like i saw the title i was like but wait they already made a movie with about or from the book the woman in the window and then as i started hearing people talk about it i was like oh it's more of like a spoof all right cool you know <laughs> and so i really liked it but yeah it's it's always funny when people take things seriously that they're not supposed to they're like i thought it was so ridiculous when she did blah 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 and it's like never mind <laughs> that's the point <laughs> but yeah so yeah so i've got my favorites that i watch and but i i'm like such a crackhead when it comes to streaming that you know I'm watching this now but tomorrow i could be watching something completely different um, and if it's a series I like, then, I'll, you know, hyper-focus on that. And then, you know, a, a lot of times I like the fact that the different streaming um, systems will basically say, like, because you watch this, you might like this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I might like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you're so right. <laughs> Give like, me more. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they're wrong. And I'm like, oh, you suck. I hate that when they give weird suggestions, like, why the what made you think from watching this that I was gonna like that? But a lot of times they're pretty on point, and I'm like, oh yeah, thanks, Mister Computer. I appreciate that recommendation. You know, I know you're listening in on everything I'm saying. Skynet is real. Oh my goodness! It's like you know. Usually, when we find a TV series that we like, we'll like knock out the whole series in like a day. Well, that's my husband and I started calling cracking, calling it cracking out to it back when we would get the, um, maybe even been Blockbuster, 
it was Blockbuster or Netflix, but when we would just have like the DVDs set sent to our house mm-hmm. and we were watching Lost and it was just like, you know, it'd be like, oh. we gotta go to bed. Okay, one more episode, one more episode. <laughs> I thought the ending was weird. Like it was such a great show, but then it got weird the last yeah. stuff. I'm like, no, it started out so good. And yeah. I mean it was still good, but it wasn't, it took a turn where I was like, what are they doing with this? Like it Yeah, I definitely was like, um I, I got lost. <laughs> You know, I knew I had to finish it because I was like, well, I got to, you know, but definitely towards the end, I, I think it also just maybe lost a little, some interest. Like the first few seasons, you're just like at the yeah. edge of your seat. And then when an episode ends, you're like, do we start another one? Yes. Let's start another one. Sleep is <laughs> overrated, you know? So the next day it would be like, yeah, we're tired. We were cracking out to lost last night. It's like the way they end it, It's like, I got to know what happens. I can't. <laughs> just end it like and that. i still don't know what the heck happened no I mean, <laughs> you know it's some of those where you're just like everyone's still in it. at the end they're like no this is what it all meant and i'm like oh, oh okay i didn't get that at all but sure <laughs> i just enjoy watching it um but then there's other things where i'm like didn't you get this like how could you miss that um but yeah and absolutely the same way if i find something i like just watch it as much as I can until it's done. And then I'll move on to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen people. Lost, but I've heard a lot of people say it's really good till the end. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I'm always late on these things anyways. Like, and part of it is I don't, now that I'm so used to being able to stream, I don't want to wait a week to watch another episode. Like we're so spoiled because, you know, that's <laughs> how we had to do it, you know? And if you had something going on that night, you know, until you had a VCR, you, you were just missing it, you know? Um, and even then it's like, oh, mom, will you put that tape in and press play? Cause I'm not going to be, you know, home in time to watch it. And my mom's like, I don't know how to move work that thing or whatever. Um, <laughs> so now, yeah. We've just become so spoiled, which I'm not complaining about, um, and just being able to just kind of like, you know, watch it and keep watching it until it's done. So a lot of times like Game of Thrones was another one where like everyone talked about it, everyone talked about it. And I pretty much waited until the entire series was over. And then we got HBO and I watched it like from the beginning all the way through. That's another one where the ending was like, really? <laughs> yeah. They kind of, yeah, they fell off the horse on that one, unfortunately. I hate shows like that. I mean, it's still good. Again, not saying it was bad, but it's just like all this time that I waited for that. I mm-hmm. just... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But it was nice to be able to watch it just like all kind of oh, yeah. without stopping, without waiting for a new episode. So I tend to do that a lot with stuff. And so people will be like, oh, are you caught up on this? I'm like, nope, haven't even started. We got what three more weeks and then it's done. I'll start it in three weeks and then I can just watch right through. Binge it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Crack out to it. <laughs> Daenerys was awesome in that. Her and her dragons. That was awesome. And the mm-hmm. whole White Walker war. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I definitely, oh, you know, understood what the hype was once I was watching it. I definitely was completely drawn into it. They're supposed to be doing a couple of spinoffs to it and stuff mm. and prequels. Yeah. Um, but I haven't heard anything in a while about it. But then again, of course, after, you know, COVID and everything, putting that on hold. But yeah, well, hopefully they're able to do good things with it, you know, because sometimes spinoffs work and sometimes they don't like Better Call Saul. I'm not caught up on it, but 
I really enjoy that, you know, and, but I loved Breaking Bad. I started watching it and I didn't finish it. And I think it's on its last season now, I think I yeah. heard. So and but I'll go back and watch them because it was really good. And mm -hmm. it was interesting. Yeah, I never that. seen Breaking Bad, but I did see a few of uh, the Saul one because if when I, I've really been into Walking Dead and sometimes they would play like The Walking Dead and then they'd play that show after. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to watch The Talking Dead, I would have to watch that to watch wow. The Talking Dead. So I've watched some of the shows, but I think it was like the first or second season I watched a little bit yeah. of it, which I didn't mind it. But now I could just you know pull up The Walking Dead on this stream yeah, exactly. and watch it. And I don't get introduced to new shows. Like there was that... Um, Oh, I can't think of the damn name of it. The one with Nick Frost in it, where they did all the fighting in the Badlands. Like I watched oh, a little yeah. bit of that, oh, but then watched that get, getting put with The Walking Dead, I ended up missing out on that. Oop, knocking stuff around, <laughs> but I ended up missing out on those because I forget to go back to them. <laughs> yeah, well, that happens to me a lot too. Or, or I'll sometimes like I'm waiting for another season to come out, so I'll start watching something. And then the season I've been waiting for of that other thing comes out and I'm like, oh, well, this is okay, but I really want to watch that. And then I'll forget to go back and then people will be like, da 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 show. And I'm like, yeah, I watched a couple of episodes. I didn't get that into it. They're like, what are you talking about? And I realize a lot of it's just timing. Like I was waiting for this other show to come out. So I ditched this one. But then when I go back to that one, finally and give it a chance without feeling like it's just a space filler then also i'm able to kind of be like oh yeah there's so many shows it's hard to keep up with everything it's like mm -hmm. i want to watch them all but no, yeah i can't do it i'm like it's a goal and i'll do it like i'm gonna you know how <laughs> to watch them all like how many hours of streaming that is i don't know i don't know just keep feeding me i'll just keep watching <laughs> right so, but yeah um so anything that you got going on now that you can talk about or uh, not um, I don't want to talk about any projects that ha aren't 100% yet because I just get really nervous that I'm going to like jinx it because mm -hmm. I mean, as you guys know, there's often that things there, it's going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm going to be doing this. It's going to be in June. It's going, you know, and the next thing you know, they're like, yeah, we have to, you know, shelve it for a while or, um, you know, we're, we're still going to do it, but we have to push it off a few months. And it always seems like a lot of the ones that I've put a lot of time into, whether it's, you know, like I had one project where they, they wanted me to interview um, and audition the, the men that might be playing opposite. And so, you know, you kind of put all this time into it, you know, watching people's reels and, you know, uh, setting up virtual, you know, meetings and, you know, who do I think would fit best? And, and then like the show ends up not, or, you know, they sold their script for like 15 grand and now it's like, okay, it, that's not happening now. You know, it's like, congratulations. That's great. But I'm like, so I don't like to even try to get my hopes up, but um, hopefully there are some things coming up. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, it actually going through. And then as soon as I actually know things are going through, I'd be happy to talk about them. All right. Oh, let me add her back. I guess. Sorry. I was <laughs> messing around with stuff and I accidentally clicked myself out of it. <laughs> Welcome back. It's a great show. I'm glad you could make it. Boom. 
Long time no see. I know it's been forever. <laughs> just like the animals, I just say, you know, it's like, oh, you're back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They They're still behind me, like trying to figure out why I'm like not paying attention to them. <laughs> like, I see you. I see you. <laughs> They're like, oh, she's just ignoring us. It's like, we didn't, they're like, we didn't want your treats anyway. <laughs> You're going to go pouting mode. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So I, somebody was just on the wheel a little while ago, like running, 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 and they're probably passed out now forgetting about food. They're like, oh, I'm so, so tired and I don't have enough calories. And I just, I just, ate everything that was in the bowl still. And, oh must have treats <laughs> Need them. all right i'm done <laughs> stick a fork in me i'm done <laughs> you'll wait and you'll get it when mommy says you can get it <laughs> who's the bitch now <laughs> exactly exactly i'm the bitch of the sugar gliders well now you're mama's bitch <laughs> uh, and, um, any other questions people have i didn't i like lost track if there's any more comments um, I don't know if we should acknowledge this <laughs> one or not. But <laughs> right. well, it, I mean, it's a decent question, but it's coming from somebody that was uh, being the troll earlier. But oh. I'll go ahead. They've changed their key, so I will acknowledge them, I guess. Uh, Jenny, what's your favorite uh, project that you've worked on? Uh, she Kills. Yeah, I would probably yeah. agree with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I've loved so many other projects. I've loved working with, you know, I like the fact that like now I've worked with um, Adam Steigert at 388 Studios a couple times. And, you know, I, I like having kind of like these film families like I did with Ron and his crew where you get to, you know, work with each other again. It always feels great to see each other, you know, on set again, especially when you're like from all around the country. And then, you know, all of a sudden we're on set again together and it's like, oh, you know. Um, but yeah, she kills. I would yeah, say. especially it looks so much fun to, oh, <laughs> to do all that crazy stuff. <laughs> it was, and it was so cathartic. I mean, just that feeling of that release. And actually, um, there was a, a book that was written, and the guy who wrote it interviewed me. And I thought, you know, it was like, um, uh, I, mean, I can remember the name. It was like Women in action and movies or whatever and uh you know I so he did an interview of me of me and then when the book came out I had almost like my whole own chapter and I was like nice. awesome so yeah I was like and I, it was because um the, the, what he was basically interviewing me about was she kills so he had seen that and thought you know this would be a good person to interview but I was just like someone thought I was cool enough to write a chapter in a book about me. <laughs> um, but again, it was that, it was that film, you know? So. Yeah, most definitely. I could see that being a chapter. <laughs> kicking yeah, ass. I mean, you know, and it got into like um, personal stuff as well, which, you know, was fine. And I, that might've been part of the reason why um, it ended up, I mean, I don't know if he's meant or if he planned on doing that much. Um, or like on me, or if it was as the interview went on, you know, just kind of realizing, oh, okay, there's, there's quite a bit to, uh, to work with here. Um, so I don't know, but it's, it's one of those things that I, I like to 
you know, when I'm feeling down, like to remind myself, yeah, well, you know what? Somebody thought I was cool enough to be in a book once. <laughs> but again, it's, you know, it's that film has just kind of, you know, led to so many other things. So that's that's definitely going to be the, the film that kind of comes up first when people say like, you know, what did you like best or what was your, um, you know, your favorite uh, film to work on or final product. And that's, that's definitely going to be one coming up or, you know, that happens a lot. So. Yeah. I noticed at the end credits, it said that there was basically going to be a sequel to that. I, well, I, was, I, was, I was about to ask, so like, uh, because of the yeah. ending, won't really spoil it, but uh, someone who wanted to know about that monster vagina for a certain yeah, reason, I that mean, would be interesting to see both that come into play. I, yeah. And I, I, I people still ask, and it was so long ago, like when's, when's the part two coming out? And, you know, we would make jokes about it, but I just, I don't know if, it actually is going to happen. I don't know if they ever really were planning on it happening. It's definitely been something that's like been brought up uh, a lot. Um, but they've also then like for Fang, you know, they've talked about maybe trying to figure out how to do a part two for that. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't be in it then. Right. <laughs> like, because spoiler, I die. But he has like ways of like, you know, kind of having people come back into things as like maybe the twin sister of the person. So I don't know if it'll ever happen, but, you know, I love the idea of maybe being able to go back and kind of redo, not redo, but, you know, do a part two of some of these projects for sure. Um, and that actually, that was a death scene because you're asking me about death scenes that um, I really liked. I loved working with Melantha. Um, and she was the, you know, the, basically the werewolf in human form. And she, she's just amazing. Like, I just feel like she is a chameleon as far as, you know, her work. And so being killed by her and the way she did it and just the stuff that led up to it. Um, I just, you know, I really kind of, that stood out to me too. So see, I told you these things have come to me. I'm like, that, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, that is the one the thing that I, that I, uh, a way that I liked being killed. That sounds weird, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I like being killed. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> they did. Okay. <laughs> one of those that stays in your mind, except when you're actually asked about it. And then it's like, oh, and then later on, it's like two hours later, like, yeah, that one, that one. I liked that one. I remember now <laughs> yeah it's just you know that especially if you haven't seen anything in a while um you know it's like trying to remember all the little details and you're like meanwhile you're talking to people who had just watched it and i'm like um yeah remind me of that part again like oh yeah okay <laughs> so uh but yeah that's a that's definitely one that i enjoyed uh, is there anyone you uh, would like to work with and haven't yet? Um, yes, but I also am not going to say anything because there's possible projects that are coming up that might give me a chance and I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, don't. So, um, so yes, but that's my secret. Okay. We'll find out later. <laughs> exactly. If I get the part, if I don't, then eh. <laughs> right. don't want to give any chance whatsoever to jinx it. Yeah. Totally understandable. 
Yeah. Yep, exactly. So, um, but yeah, just hoping that things happen the way that, you know, they should, or in my opinion, the way they should, and hoping things will start picking up again and get really busy again. Yeah, we hope so. Especially if there's a sequel of those or oh, something else too that's equally as good. <laughs> and I like, you know, I like the fact that, you know, some of these films can still fall into these like categories or these genres, but also kind of be so many others at the same time. Like, like She Kills. I mean, there's people who are into horror that like it. But then it's also, it's got all this other stuff in it. And then it's, you know, it's so campy and, you know, there's just, it kind of like checks a lot of boxes all at yeah. once. And I like that. I like that, you know, that style of, of film or script where, you know, it's not just this, it's so many more things. And, you know, that's an example, but there's, you know, others as well that just like, um, you know, the horrific evil monsters, which is the film I did after Fang. Um, you know, it's kind of like a buddy movie slash, you know, people have compared it to like Suicide Squad. That's what it kind of reminded me of, like a Suicide Squad, because it's right. like of a weird ragtag um, group. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. a, almost a like Marvel type. Uh, you know where I'm going yeah. with it. It's not really yep. a Marvel type, but like Marvel type clashing with like other. <laughs> yeah. We'll call them Marvel type. I don't know how else to categorize them. But <laughs> yes. And I know initially with that one, I, and I was just thinking, of, like, wow, how is this going to work? That's a lot of characters. That's a lot of, you know, and I love the way it, it turned out. I mean, I, I, I was really pleased with it and, you know, it, it works, you know, despite the fact that there was so many different characters and different actors and, you know, it was such a mishmash of people. Um, but he was able to pull it all together. And I, I really liked, you know, what came of it for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But again, that's one of those ones that just, it doesn't just check one box. It's like the creature feature with the, you know, superhero type stuff and, you know, it just kind of is all encompassing when it comes to different, different genres. Um, Most definitely. So you, yeah. Especially you got to walk around in this big, like red dress basically yeah. the whole time. And it looks like you just kind of like keep your head kind of tilted down, it, probably keep the hood. Yeah, it was. And I've never been in something where I literally can only act from this part of my face down. Like that was just strange because I, I do have an expressive face and, you know, for the most part, I think at least. And so knowing that they're not seeing my eyes, they're not seeing my eyebrows or my forehead or any, you know, anything that normally, you know, it's could kind like of a, a hidden character, almost like death sort of, <laughs> you can't really yeah. see. And, and then the hood itself uh, for one of the uh, scenes we were filming outside it was so windy. So it kept blowing back and I had to like walk and it was like, we'd start the scene and then it, you know, blow back again. So they finally ended up duct taping it to my hair, which oh. worked great until it was time to remove it. And it was just yeah. like, ow, 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 you know, <laughs> this isn't fun now, but, um, but it worked and we were able to get what we needed done. But, and then I had those really long fingernails and 
I'm not, I mean, I'm somebody who just, I chop them off. I don't, I can't deal with maintenance type stuff. I don't do nails. I don't, you know, it's just, it's it's just too much. I don't want to be bothered with it. So to have these like, you know, nails and then just be like asking people like, can can you open this bag of chips for me, please? Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm just, and I'm not going to pee for the next 12 hours because I don't know how to do it. So, you know. Don't give me any more water. I may explode, but it just, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, so that was interesting just because it was, it was just so, and also, you know, not a lot of people cover me up <laughs> in films. There's a lot of Jenny usually showing. So, you know, I still had this part showing, but I was like, wow, I got a lot of clothes on in this. And there's actually a theater group that I've performed with here several times. And I joke around because the one director, one play I was wearing, um, it was like a farce. And I was like the the woman, the uh, husband's um, mistress or something. So I'm like, you know, sneaking around and it's like, you know, full on lingerie. And then the next show I did of his, it was like a little bit more. But well, not even of his, but in this theater company, it was a little bit more buttoned up. And then the next one, kind of the same. And then finally, the one I did right before COVID, I basically am wearing like a nun's habit. I'm like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> we we've covered the gamut from lingerie to you see this, and that's it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm glad I can still be cast and stuff where they don't, I don't need to have all of this out, you know. Um, cause I mean, I'm definitely getting more of the mom roles offered now, which that's fine. I am a mom, you know, so it makes sense, but it is kind of a weird transition in your life when all of a sudden you realize like, yeah, that's, that's where I am now. I'm never going to be doing these other, you know, roles that would be for like 20 or 30 something. Um, so, Hey. It just brings on different opportunities. <laughs> Did you have it? Oh, she's gone. Um, I guess I'll say, uh, is there anything that uh, we might not know about you, uh, whether hobbies or interests or talents or anything you'd like to share? Well, travel is my addiction. So that's um, basically any chance I get. My my oldest daughter, my 11-year-old, she basically is at the point where she just... because. T- you know, we're really fucking spoiled to be able to do the travel that we can do. And um, I know people would be like, hashtag blessed. And I'm like, no, hashtag privileged. Like, <laughs> I didn't do this stuff growing up. But it's it's something that, like, I got the travel bug back when I went to, like, France in high school with, like, the French club. And I just, I remember I probably sold, like, hundreds of boxes of of candy bars to get there. But it was like, that was it. It was like, once I did that trip, I was like, I just, I want to see the world. And so for when I was, you know, younger and traveling out of New York city is easier because, you know, basically you can go to direct, direct a lot of places or maybe like one stop. Um, And so I just really, and it was like, you know, back then it was like just, you know, budget travel. So I went to Borneo for three weeks and like trekked through the jungles. And, uh, that was one of, you know, the most amazing experiences for me. 
Um, I've been to Bali, Indonesia, Japan, you know, um, Dubai, Maldives. But then you get a family and all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not going to take my six month old on the other side of the world. So now we get, you know, we've started, we get more to the point where we're doing a lot more local stuff, local meaning like Caribbean. Um, and so, you know, at this point I've been to, I think like 30 countries, some of them multiple, multiple times. Um, and people are like, oh, I bet you you've been to a lot of states too. And I'm like, <laughs> Um, and partly because, you know, a lot of these places I wanted to get to before they were destroyed, basically, like, you know, I knew that, uh, and I already, you know, know talking to people that, you know, the, the Bali that I experienced, you know, 20 plus years ago is not the same, you know, island that it is now. So I wanted to see a lot of those places before they got like, you know, too built up or, uh, change too much but now we just you know we, we try to keep it closer I like I like warm climates um, I do not despite the fact that I live in central New York I, I don't do well with cold um, so I just I I just feel better mentally and physically in warmer climates um, so a lot of it's, you know, and with the kids being younger, a lot of it's, you know, just like traveling to the Caribbean with friends or Central America um, and just trying to experience different locations, you know, with the family too and letting them see. Um, and there's some places that I like, but they're just a little bit too Americanized or touristy. Uh, like we were in Aruba with friends recently and I've, I've been there several times. I love it. Beaches are beautiful but it's just so built up. Whereas I like, you know, if we're going to go to an Island uh, destination, I want to get more <coughs> Island life, you know? Um, but yeah, that's probably, you know, the thing that sort of besides acting and, you know, my family um, travel is probably the, the thing that sort of, um, I don't know, is, is my, my go-to for sure. Yeah. So, and as the kids get older, I'm thinking, hmm, I'm thinking that we can next few years, maybe we can do, you know, Africa or, you know, something where I, I think that they might be able to handle the longer flights. Mm -hmm. um, Safari in Africa would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, my 50th, I've already decided I'm going to go to Uganda and do one of the gorilla trekking safaris because I'm also infatuated with, uh, <coughs> And that's one of those where you're actually helping by going because like the money that you, you pay to get the, the permit um, and all of that actually goes into conservation and helping the gorillas. So it's one of those, like, if you're going to do a nature type thing, you know, this is a good choice because you're actually helping the community and, and uh, the animals themselves. Um, <laughs> but so now it's just a question of, cause I'm 45. So that's in five years. It's like, all right, do we bring the kids? Do we just go with the two of us? Like, you know, like, you know, and my husband's like, oh, wouldn't you want the kids to be able to experience that? And I'm like, absolutely. But they can go when they're older. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can go when they're 50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but the truth is I do want them to experience it. It's just yeah. the hard part. Of <laughs> when I turn 50, our youngest is only going to be 12. And for some of those permits, you have to be 15. So I'm like, do I push it off three more years and risk like something happening where then it, I can never do it? 
or, you know, just go us and be like, we'll take you guys on a different safari sometime, but the gorillas are my thing. Yeah. Um, but then there was somebody who said actually that one of the national parks there will allow um, 12 year olds to get a permit. So I've still got some years to plan, but I think that's probably going to be the big thing there. If she can go, I'll do my best to, you know, cause we're, I basically with whenever I can 50 bucks here, 25 bucks there, put it into like this little travel fund. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, that, those are my passions, acting, my family um, and travel. So speaking of like gorillas, I'm sure uh, you like the movie Gorillas in the Mist, I assume. Mm -hmm. Great movie. Great movie. Great book. Yeah. Um, when I was in Borneo, I got to have like some experience with the, the they make fun of me because I pronounce it the way they do orangutans, but orangutans, you know, <laughs> my husband makes fun of me. He's like, wait, say that word again. I'm like, shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah but like we went to this one area where it's like a rehabilitation center and they're you know they have the the apes there that maybe they've lost their mother or whatever you know they they rehabilitate them and then they go back into the wild and they have this area where you can come during they have like twice a day feeding times and it's not enough to sustain them because they're on their own they're in the wild now but enough for them to kind of like supplement it's like bananas and milk or something and so they get a lot of like um pregnant mothers that will come there um there was one mom who just had had a baby and literally like the placenta is still like attached and stuff um and like some of the younger ones that have been like you know more like the juveniles that have been you know released you know more recently and it was just a dream come true. But I did have an interesting experience. This is way before, you know, uh, cell phones with, you know, cameras. I was kind of taking a picture of this one and it was on this railing. And I'm, I kind of put the camera down and I'm looking and I'm just like, oh my God, this is the most amazing experience ever. And it was a juvenile and, but they're like, they're really strong. You know, if oh, a, yeah. grown, a grown male is about, five times stronger than a grown human male. And this is a juvenile, but still, and he kind of comes up and, and I'm just looking like, Oh my God, oh my God, this is so cool. And then he he wrapped his giant ape hands around me and tried to like take me with him. And you're not supposed to touch him. I wasn't touching him or her, whatever. But you're not supposed to touch me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why didn't do it? Why didn't do it? Um, because the DNA is like 98% the same. So you can pass illnesses back and forth and it's not safe. So the Rangers, you know, saw and they'd start yelling at something in Barasa and they're just like, ah. And so the orangutan kind of drops my arm and goes into a tree. And I have pictures of it literally sitting in the tree after that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me play with her. So that's one of those experiences that like I'll never forget. I'm like, oh my God, I almost got taken into the woods by an orangutan. <laughs> I don't know if I would have come back again. Like so yeah. So that that kind of sums up my passion. So yeah, you know, um Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Sugar Gliders. I'm down for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. We got so many ideas going on. Yes. Yes. So but yeah, this has been great. I'm glad you guys 
had me on. Yep, yes, thanks for coming. I was going to say, yeah, it's been uh, about over two hours. <laughs> you know, I just I realized I was like, wait, I haven't heard my little one. And I look at them like, oh, my little one's asleep. Oops. <laughs> That's okay. She she knew what I had going on, so she knows she'll see me in the morning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Thanks, and uh, whenever upcoming that you can't talk about now don't jinx maybe we'll be able to talk about it later so i hope so i really do but thank you both so much i hope you're able to enjoy the rest of your weekend you too yeah. all right <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.